Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. This is Sports Day. And a very good evening, Sports Day SA, Malcolm Blood and David Wildey. What a beautiful day here in Adelaide. Absolutely perfect weather, all thanks to Irrigear. To save time and water, Irrigear is here. Irrigear offers expert advice and better irrigation solutions. So go and check them out if you want anything for the garden. Remember that name. Irrigear is a welcome, a man that we all know his name. Malcolm Blight, bloody how are you? David uh, Lachlan Wildey, good mate. Hey, just a quick one. I, what we're going to do, um, there's been some announcement from Port Adelaide and the Adelaide Football Clubs with some delistings. Delistings, yeah. We'll, we'll go through them in a, just in a sec. But David, I'm, I've actually, uh, I've been in a fool's gold paradise. Looking at the 13 wins of Port Adelaide, I got sucked in, you know, because of the 13 wins. Hard to do, Unbelievable. When I heard the noise around there was only three that played in the finals, I thought, I'm going to analyse this today. So I'm going to analyse those 13 games that they won. And I, I think I've been... I, I fell for it. It is not the perfect system. They are not the perfect football club. The stuff coming for Ken Hinckley is a bit over the top, I reckon. And I'll, we'll explain it in a minute. But I think we should just uh, put these boys that have just been delisted by both Port Adelaide and Adelaide. Yeah, for Port Adelaide, Riley Bonner, probably yeah. the biggest name. Yeah. He's not there anymore after being at the club probably seven or eight years. Trent Dumont, um, bit of a journeyman, a local Adelaide boy, went into state, came back and really struggled for, yeah. for Ports, sort of a, more of a top-up player. Bryn Tickle's won, hasn't had the best to run with injury, but he's out. He showed a bit of promise. He, 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 look, it's a couple of games you think, A couple oh, of grabs? Yeah, yeah hello. And then then no. no. Hello, then no. no. Goodbye. And another one, uh, Nathan Barkler, that uh, didn't actually front uh, for a league game. And for the Crows, Andrew McPherson, he's been uh, besieged with injury as well. Jackson Hately, probably the biggest name out of the four, Tyler Brown and Tarek Newchurch. But Hately was, I think he was pick 14 or 15 himself. Yeah, he played 28 the Giants. Games, and so did Andrew McPherson. Tarek Newchurch is the one he's been talked about for a couple of years now. Will they play him? Will they play him? Will they play him? Will they play him? Well, they didn't. No, he, he doesn't do enough. I, I watched him in, in the finals, watched him on yeah. on the weekend, doesn't do enough. Got to get the ball. You need. He's good I, with the ball. Yeah, I said that. When I, well, I have seen him a couple of times, I thought, oh, gee, he's got a trick. Yeah. But every, you gotta get it. every 38 minutes. Yeah. It's probably not enough. I had a friend, Neil Menzies, that played at Woodville under-17s or whatever, and they reckon unbelievable at training, fantastic, with the, just couldn't get it on the weekend. Couldn't get it. Is, is he still a good mate of you after He is. Yeah, he'll yeah, love that. He'll be listening too. <laughs> He's an SEN listener. Ah. Um, I want to I mean, ask you too. Yeah, here we go. Because, um, Ken Hinckley, the, the pot shots come out. Yep. A lot of other clubs would love to finish in the top four, I reckon. And, and I know they went out in straight sets, but I've maintained I don't think their list is as good as Melbourne's. Collingwood, I think Giants got a better, li- better list. Uh, Carlton have probably got a better And certainly Brisbane have. So... I, okay. I, I think it's I think it's more the playing group. There's a lot of holes in Port Adelaide. It's easy to say after they get knocked out in straight sets and they didn't go in with the fit fit um, um, players, but there wasn't much. I don't think Blighty in the reserves to come up, which shows to me there's a lack of depth there as well. Yeah, and I must say, David King, analyst, a former North Melbourne uh, dual premiership player. I think he analyses the game pretty well. He, he's actually he's come off the long run here. I called Kenny Average. He, he said. <laughs> Ken Hinckley is a good average coach. Then he said Kenny Average too. So. Yeah. I I don't think it matters what David King thinks. Nah. What it mattered was that the Port Adelaide Football Club board 
mattered and made the decision. Now, you can sit in the seats and have a crack because they got knocked out in sets. You know what? Geelong Football Club, with Chris Scott coaching after he won his first flag in 2011, took 11 years of finals, poking around, poking around, poking around. I heard all that commentary about Chris Scott. He's no good. He can't finish him well, off. They made prelims and, and, and grand, another grand, grand final, final too, though. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, sometimes what you've got is, is not that bad. Now, if they haven't done their due diligence, which I'm sure they have, who else would you get? Who's going to do it better? You never, ever know because you no, never, ever know. But my point there, and I agree, I mean, not many coaches would get, would get the sack after finishing top four, but look what Adam Kingsley's done, a, a fresh face, a younger person yeah, coming in. Yeah, it can happen, it can happen. And sometimes that helps, doesn't it? Kingsley's yeah. been outstanding. Uh, who's the other decent coach? Um your man, McRae. Yeah, Craig McRae. Unbelievable. Well, you know it's what? An, it's a fresh voice no, and a fresh you know face. And I told you why. This is what I said He's about attacking. King Hinckley ages ago. The, the defensive mechanisms of some of those coaches drove me nuts. I mean, Damien Hardwick, remember they had that rush and go forward quickly? You know, I mean, and it took Geelong a while to wake up. I, I just don't understand it, and I still don't understand. And some of that residue stays. Now, the 13 games... 13 games that they won. We'll just come back to that yeah. because Max wants to talk about the port list. And oh, here we go. If you want to give us a call, 21300 736 736. Hello, Max. Oh, yeah, he's gone, uh, guys. Um, yeah, uh, with the Port Adelaide, um, we're with, with the list with, um, you know, obviously uh, they, they uh, messed up in the finals because uh, they're an uncontested um Possessions team and obviously in finals football, um, it's contested. contested. You know, but they, yeah, yeah. That's obviously where um, you know the good finals teams usually, you know, they can go forward. But um, I think the problem is that um, obviously you don't get the luxury of time and space uh, as much time and space in finals as you do maybe in home away season against average teams, but you're obviously playing against better teams in the finals, and uh, this is what's where they're not going to go forward and pro progress. And uh, I think they should have um, put Ollie Wines, Sam Pepper, and Lockie Jones, three of the harder players, in, in the middle, uh, uh, where they were getting absolutely slaughtered in the contested ball. And, you know, obviously that's where it all started. And Ken Hinckley didn't change anything. Um, he got interviewed at half-time and he said that, oh, well, you know, it's not going to make a difference if we make any changes. We'll, we'll still, um, uh, you know, he said, oh, well, that won't make any difference if we change a lot of um, players. But I don't agree with that at all. And I think they should let him wear the prison bar guernsey because their performance, performances on the field was totally criminal. Okay, thanks, thanks, Max. Um, I didn't expect that last little bit. Yeah, I expected a bit of, of humour there yeah, too. Yeah. Um, the thirteen wins. It was interesting commentary. Uh, no, they don't change anything. You know why? Because they spent all week with them, David, patting around. We're going to do this, this, and this. I told you. Sometimes Saturdays, Saturdays is a waste of time being a senior coach. They don't do enough with the movement of the crowd. This is just not Ken Hinkley. This is me watching the game. You, if, if it's not working, don't keep trusting because it's not working. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's... Anyhow, on, a, on a funny note, uh, Neil Menzies just 
text me and said, I nearly ran off the road. <laughs> he said, I had the skill. They wouldn't kick it to me. They wouldn't kick it to me. wouldn't give me the ball. So, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, you did a bit of homework, and this is the good all thanks to Copperham Estate, Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil. It is great. We've talked about this for weeks. If you want to try some uh, Virgin Olive Oil, try Copperham Estate, the grown, harvested, and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. Okay. We've just got Tony. But, just Tony, I just want to do a little summary here. Just hang on, mate. We'll be right with you. Um, the, the, in that run of 13, which is hard to do, I don't care who you play. Oh, it's a great effort, yeah. and they won yeah. a lot, yeah. you know, in the last dying seconds yeah, they too. Did. There were only three teams they played out of those wins that were in the finals. They beat the Swans by two points. After the siren, basically. Yeah. Melbourne here. Uh, yeah, hang on. In order, they beat St Kilda by seven points. That was in Melbourne, that game? Yep. And they also beat... Oh, I can't even remember. Melbourne right. here. Mel- Melbourne here, yeah, by uh, four points. The rest didn't play in the eight. No, and Adelaide beat them twice who finished the out the eight. eight. It's not... When you look back in hindsight, you're thinking, hmm, is this Port Adelaide list as good as what maybe I thought it was? And I thought they were going a lot better. Yeah, they copped some bad injuries. You know where I where it turned for me, and that's why I picked Giants with a bit of confidence? They played Richmond in the last round. So yes, you, you know yep. you've got finals coming up. Yeah. And you know you're playing for your place with people trying to get your play. They were flat. And Richmond, Richmond were only two points down 10 minutes in the last quarter. They won by 31 They points, did. So. They should have, people thought they win by 10 goals, but they weren't all that good then. Okay, well, back to Tony. Oh, Tony, good evening. Yeah, Malcolm, Dave, uh, good afternoon. Tony. Listen, yeah, Malcolm, look, I've, got a, I've got a lot of respect for your opinions on footy. What do you think is wrong with Port Adelaide, the last three finals? I've just heard you. Don't forget, they beat Brisbane by 10 goals. The first minor round game this year. They beat GWS four weeks ago by nine goals. Yep. What's the problem, mate? Well, uh, yeah, good question. Uh, this is this is from uh, from afar. I reckon you get sucked in on those. You actually start to overrate. What you do is you look back at it and think, this is going to be good. Now, as a coach and as a coaching group, you've got to make a decision. Do you go on the form from five weeks ago, four weeks ago, or do you go on your form for the last two weeks? And I think also to try and give the team confidence, you probably always, these days, these days, you actually go back to the positive. Whereas I'm thinking some coaches would have a look more at this is what we didn't do well, do that 80% of the time and 20% of what's not done oh, well. Let's ask Tony. Tony, do you think Porter got a squad as as good as, say, a Melbourne, Collingwood, Brisbane or even perhaps the Giants? Do you think the squad's as good? Okay, Dave. Okay, Dave. Round one, Port Adelaide smashed Brisbane by 10 goals here. Down yeah, round one, yes. That yes. That's a long while ago. Right. Okay. Okay, that's fine. They beat GWS here. Four weeks ago, by nine goals. Yes. What's changed in four weeks? That's what I don't I, I, I think. I think one big thing, Tony, is they played four or five totally unfit players, and I, I, you can name them. We know Mackenzie, yeah, Lysette, that's, that's Dixon, Dersma, Aaliyah. I mean, you can't go and do a, a side like that, and it's simple as that. So, now, so, Malcolm, the coach or the players? Hinkley's copying, and Hinkley cops it far more than the players. I think Port have got. A massive amount of holes in that. They've been held up by Rosie, Butters, Horn Francis, Houston, yep. and, may, and, and guys like uh, Bergman's had a good year too, yep. and, and even Willem Drew. The rest, 
We went through it. A lot of them have gone backwards. Yeah. You went through it. Yeah, a lot it of those guys have gone backwards. Yeah, who's who's had better seasons? And that's one of the problems, I suppose. When you when you poke your head up, when you poke your head up and put promise on the on the position on the ladder, and then you look at it and you think, gee whiz, that's that's probably not the run that I thought it was. We might go to a break and come back. Yeah, we'll go, okay. Let's go through some of those yeah. players that you you know that went backwards and, and perhaps some of the that went forward. Coming up in the show, thanks to your all-electric Kia EV6 GT Supercar and Lumo Energy SA, switch to the affirmative. Have we got... Um, there's no Tuesday true or false. Are we going to do one in here? I, oh, I used to probably. love that. Did you? Oh, Casey Voss, uh, Michael Voss's son, plays for Sturt. They've got a grand final this week. And also the leg-up tip for Wednesday racing. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Sports Day SA, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey, the number one three hundred seven three six seven three six. all thanks to Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand, Polaris. Remember that name, the plate clearance deals are on right now. And save $2,000 on the range of 1,000 EPS plus, get $1,000 free accessories. Malcolm's just fighting the sneezes. But uh, we can go to Andrew, he's waited patiently. Hello, Andrew, how are you? Oh, g'day, David, how are you going, Malcolm, how are you? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, just a quick one. Um, Malcolm, I sat next to you at the start of the season at the uh, SCN Open and we had this lovely lunch together. Yeah. Uh, and it was all up around Port Adelaide and Crows and where they're going to fix on the ladder. And you may recall I'm a Hathaway Carlton supporter. I just want to remind the Port supporters about perspective. And, um, I mean, I went along to the game on Saturday night and I, I just thought CWS was... They were one of the best football games I've seen live for a long time. Yeah, they were good. They were good. Yeah, their ability, not only on the outside, David, you were talking about before, but their ability to win the contested footy um, was unbelievable. So they got it done on the inside and then the outside, and and that's remarkable. But this whole call around, you know, change of coach, change of coach, change of coach, it it doesn't work. And uh, being a Carlton supporter, I've seen it firsthand, and we've had... 25 years of pain because a board that just wants to be really, really reactive. So I think you, you just need to stay the course. Yeah, well said. I, I, yes, I agree. It's not as though they finished 15th. You know what I mean? No. Uh, you know no. what I mean? And I, there are signs that that midfield group that we all love can be. Don't forget Kelly's been around. Callum Ward's been around. Canelio. has been around. I mean, they're a much older group in that midfield. They're, they're, hey, they've had some convictions too, GWS, in the past five, four or five years. So I, I, I tend to agree with that, Andrew. I, j- jumping at shadows now is not the time. It's been a pretty good year from Port Adelaide. Disappointing end, but it's no different to the Melbourne Football Club in any ways. They've lost their last four finals. Mm. Back to back to back to back. I mean, no. Yeah, and Malcolm, we've we've won five wooden spoons in the last twenty three years, so uh, I'm not sure that'd go down well at Port Adelaide. So I'd be uh, look, I'm, I'd be more than happy uh, with my team playing in finals nearly every other year than uh, than contending for a wooden spoon. Yeah, well, yeah, well said. said. Yeah. Thanks for that, Cole. Good on you, Andrew. Hey, it's going to be hard. I, you know, the next question is: Has Port Adelaide 
when you when you say the clock's five to twelve, Malcolm, is it is it five past twelve? That's a, that's the <laughs> thing that's going to happen, isn't well, it? Well, you, you don't know, no, because who's going to finish? You know, there's going to be some players finish this year at Port Adelaide, and they'll recruit some more. Who they get might just be the the missing pieces they need. Yeah, Riley Bonner, Trent Demont. Uh, Bryn Tickle out. I just want to play a grab from Nathan Buckley too, who spoke about, I think this might have been on with Kane Corns this morning, talking about Port Adelaide. Ken has always been, a, he loves to play a front half game. So mm. if you play a front half game, you want good users behind the ball. Farrell and Burton to me are, are two players that I reckon when you get against the best opposition and you get into high pressure finals, that they're, they're players that that are more flashy than reliable. You, as a back six player, you're relying so much on the defence of your forwards and your midfielders to stop that run or just halt them up and, and um, pause it just for two or three seconds just so you can mm. get the positioning mm. right. As soon as they surge through and that defence doesn't work, you're, all, you're, you're basically all at sea. The way that GWS lengthen away, the way they were trying to get out over the back... You, ne- you really are relying on your forwards to put pressure on ball to do your job in a half-decent manner. Yeah, and if, you, if, your whole, if your whole gear is about team defence, so when it comes to finals and you have to play some one-on-one stuff, maybe you go missing. Maybe you go missing. Can I tell you what wasn't missing today was Harry Sheasel, won the best and fairest at North Melbourne, first-year player. Yeah, he did, and so, uh, I think there's only been a couple happen but not the first year. No. Craig Bradley won in his first year, but played nearly 100 games for Port Adelaide. Great. And Darren Mead won, obviously, his first year for yeah. Port Adelaide. But that's an amazing effort. And he won it well, too, from Nick Larkey. He did. And another young lad, uh, well, he's not so much young now, Jared Lyons, uh, who I had a bit of time with the Gold Coast, went to Brisbane, played eight games for the Brisbane team, but he played 14 in the VFL. Brisbane have that team in the VFL. Won the Liston medal. He won the Liston, the JJ Liston medal this year, the VFL medal. Just other news too, Matt Rosa has joined the Bombers. Yeah. Matt Rosa, goalkeeper. He can play a bit too. That He might be a handy pickup. It's going to be the silly season, isn't it, coming up uh, for a while. So um, are you going to look at um, the players of Port Adelaide very quickly that you thought had made headway? In the, you said the ones that have made headway. What about the guys that may be going backwards? Okay. How did Ryan Burton go? Started okay, then I think drifted out. Had a, had a pretty good game on Charlie Cameron, I thought, but no, yeah. not on the weekend. I'm talking about year. I'm not talking about one game here. Did he improve? Probably not. not. Sam Powell Pepper? Yeah, I think improved, but once again, let down in the finals. Todd Marshall? No. Nah. He, he, his season uh, concussions and injuries, no. Nah. Uh, Dan Houston, we talked about. Kane Farrell? Just steady. Yeah. Didn't improve it, I think. Z- Xavier Dersma? No. No, definitely definitely backwards. Zach Butters was a plus? Yeah. Massive. Travis Boak went backwards, and we know the reasons why. Trent McKenzie, his body won't let him. Miles Bergman was an improver. Yeah, he's good. Miles is a good player. Willie Rioli did his little bits. Ollie Wines went backwards. At 100 mile an hour. Jason Horn Francis is one of the groups. He's good. No, yeah. I thought he's pretty good first up. And Connor Rosie. Just forget the final for a minute. But all Australian. All Australian. Alir Alir, about even? Uh, maybe backwards. I reckon... I could do some more, but I'm going to take a breath, David. Well, I just thought you might do the leg up Milky Bar Kid. I'll do it. Oh, oh. Uh, The leg up Australia's fastest growing tipping service. Um, Talk of Milky Bar. It's running Wednesday, building up to win. Trained by Gay Waterhouse. The leg up. Get a leg up on the bookies with Australia's fastest growing tipping service. Thelegup.com.au. We normally have our man on Thursdays, don't we? Toddy, trying to give us a tip. Yeah.
but you can have a look at the the leg up there. And as I said, the Milky Bar Kid is the one. We've got plenty more to come, including Casey Voss from Sturt, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey, Sports Day SA. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car, they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV, Australian-owned and supporting communities, the arts and you. Join Lumo Energy today for a brighter essay. Mark Blight, David Wildey, Sports Day. So a lot of people are having their say. If you want to give us a call, 21300 736 736. Now, David, we were going through the Port Adelaide players, but I, I'm going through, I got up to Charlie Dixon and... You've, you've got fail. fail. So I'll just stop there because just, there's a text just come in and this is from Milo at Mount Gambier. Milo, been in radio, been a sports person for years and years and years. He just said, doesn't one-on-one finals footy sort out the grunt players from the sheepdogs? Yeah, hey, I agree. You know what? And I'll go back to what it I does. said. That team defence stuff, when it gets tight, when it gets tight and you start looking around for some help and it's not there and you're used to it, hard to play. I still think the point I made about Butters and Rosie and Horn Francis, as good as they are, they're only kids, they're attacking yeah. players, they don't have a defensive mechanism, you know, or one of those bones in their body. They have to get the other side as well. Now, also, uh, Milo, th- uh, Milo, this is a little thank you to Milo. He sent me today two interviews he did with Ron Barassi down at Mount Gambier over the years, um, just on his philosophies on football and North Melbourne and all that sort of stuff. So it was just lovely to listen to a, a couple of minutes yeah. uh, of the great man today uh, sent by Milo. So thanks for that, Good the on you, Milo. It is a Port Adelaide night tonight. Uh, that will probably wear off as the days wear on. Uh, Footy Classified spoke about Kenny Hinkner's season with Port Adelaide. Here's what they had to say. No one dreamed that they would finish top four. And I know there was a slump at the end of the year, Kane, but no one dreamed that they would be top two for all those weeks and win all those games in a row and bring on the two midfielders the way they have and then for Horn Francis to be transformed in just a year at his new club. I, I just reckon... Kane, what do you this? David King, is just, he, he must have a set against him. Yeah, well, he hasn't been a fan for a, for a long time, I don't think, Kingy. But, I mean, that's what happens. You've got to cop that feedback, and I think they'll need to look at the areas that broke down, and there were certainly some of those areas. This is the record in finals, Lordo, and, and that is not good enough when you look at the, the home and away record versus that. So they'll cop that criticism, and they'll need to cop that criticism. But for me, it's a, it's a whole-of-club approach. I think it's too short-sighted just to focus on the senior coach you as it is. You think the right coach still? Yeah, well, would you, would, if he was out of contract now, would you move him on? No, I think he, he, he was entitled to an extension. Mm. There you yeah, go. Still, they finished yeah. fifth, didn't they? Yeah. Port Adelaide. Now, I'm just going through the list of players. William Drew, I thought he was a Yeah, he was a plus. So we, we've sort of broken this up in three parts. Scott Lysett, just not fit. No, not fit, no, fail. Ollie Lord, showed glimpses, but he's a baby. Yeah, just, just fledgling young man. Darcy Byrne-Jones from a best and furious winner three years ago. Wow. I, yeah, I'm not sure what's Dropped going on. Dropped off the cliff. There. Yeah, and got dropped too. Lockie Jones. Something about Lockie, is it? They're just not quite working for yeah, him. Yeah, I think he's certainly got promise. He was a high draft pick and uh, just needs to settle a bit with the ball. No, don't Just panics at times. Not panics because he's scared. Panics because he does everything fast twitch. And we, we spoke with him only yeah. through. He agreed. Just got to see the game a bit slower. Yeah, and they, they come. Now, Jed McEntee, um, it just... He's been played. I, the boy, Francis Evans, has kicked four goals. He's kicked more goals. Anyone that comes up to me again and says, isn't he a good tackler? I, oh. 
I, that I just, can I tease just, the one, I think, just, Port fans me. could say to Ken Hinckley, why are you playing this young fellow when you've got Francis Evans, you've got, you got Willie Rioli, you've got other, other choices there. I, that was the one that really to say, staggered me. To say, oh, he's a high-pressure player, every player should be a high-pressure player. And you've got to get the ball. There is no doubt, David, no doubt. If you're not getting the pill... And his numbers are very low. Right. Yeah, and the last one, Jeremy Finlayson. Well, oh, for yeah. two-thirds of you, I thought yeah. very good. He's got a lot going on yeah. his plate Tough outside year. of footy, so yeah. it's yeah. understandable that he'd drop off. Anyhow, so the Oregon is about five there. We thought improved, but it was generally the younger guys who, who, who didn't have a couple of good finals. Hey, they'll learn. I'll guarantee you now, when you say someone's a great finals player, there'll be hiccups in their finals career. Yeah, everyone played. Yeah, it is, it is the greatest misnomer. And blokes used to say it to me, and I'd look back at their record, hardly seen in best players, hardly got a kick. Eventually, you get the hang of it. Some but I think it if, if you looked at Brisbane and did the same thing... Of course. ...and did to Carlton, you'd say, improved, improved. Yeah. Impro wouldn't be too many in Brisbane or Carlton that have gone back, or Collingwood. I just what do you reckon Brisbane have been doing the last four years? They finished fourth, fifth, fourth, fifth, fourth, fifth, you know, everywhere. And had enormous chances in finals. This is a big chance. Yeah, well, it is now, but Lockie Neal's 29 and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, come down the list, and they're older. They're not 21, 22, 23. Mate, Port Adelaide are still, I wouldn't write them off in the next two or three years. Port Adelaide need more class in the in the club, and I don't think Radigalia, Sweet or Zerk Thatcher are going to be the uh, be the ones that will make that difference to leapfrog from, you know, top four to the uh, grand final. I really don't because uh, most of those guys haven't been able to get a regular game. You need to recruit players that are first picked at other clubs and good clubs to come across. Yeah, Otherwise, you're just... Hard to get. You know, they said Kenny Average. I, I think he would say those players right now are average players. Okay. They're not bad, they're not good, they're average. Yeah, okay. Are you going to read that about... I'm going to do a true or false. You're going to read what you're going to say. Oh, yes. Yeah. Go on. I'll tell you what, you're, you're learning this caper. All for the toolkit depots. And now I know you're good on the tools. Yeah, I am. Well, go to toolkit depots. They've got tools, equipment. They've got the safety gear. Imagine Blighty with the old safety glasses, the big Mr. Magoo eyes mm. and workwear. A toolkit depot. Everything you need under the one roof. Tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear in store and online. Now, you said I sneezed before. I only sneezed three times, and if anyone's listening and knows me, I normally sneeze 23 times, so it's actually scared me to come back on... It's my footy here. number. Why did you pick 23? Oh, it's just a number. You're looking at me when you said yeah, it. Yeah, I was. There's a nice little pink top you got on. If, you, if, this, if this was coloured radio, well, the girls in the office the actually... Is it hot pink, or is yeah, it... No, it's a, it's a pink. Boys are allowed to wear pink. Of course you are. Yeah. I've never seen you in pink, but no. I'll, I'll wear a bit of it. So I've got an itchy nose now, because it's spring, and I sneeze. Anyhow, true or false, we're going to do it. You've read that? Yep. Yeah, okay. Port Adelaide are still in the premiership window. David Wildey. I'm going to say false. Oh, what? Yeah. As I said, the Malcolm Blight is at five, two or five past. Once you pass 12, is that still in the window? Just after? Nothing good happens after 12, you told me. Uh, no, that's right. But I can tell you what, I've got a clock that you can actually turn back a bit if you get it wrong. Just do the dial. Right. Uh, uh, premiership window, no, they're, they're still in the... They're still in the top four window, but I don't think premiership. Okay. So false. True or false in this one. Number two. Kicking for goal has not improved to the level of all other skills in the professional era. True, true, true. Never Why? been a truer statement. Why? Maybe the, maybe the pressure's greater. I don't know. 
Well, you've got the footy. No one running at maybe, maybe they don't practice enough. Maybe they don't practice right. We've talked about it a lot, but that is so, so true. Casey Voss not far away too, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah. Good young player, Stuart. My third true or false, David. I like that. He's just hit me with them. I love them. It, it, it is fairly topical. Is Ken Hinckley still the man to coach Port Adelaide in your eyes? Well, he did, as we just heard from the, I think, Caroline Wilson, he did far better than most people thought at the start of the year. I had him eighth. I'd Port Adelaide eighth, bloody. They yep. finished fifth yep. with a double chance. He's got two more years, so he has to be. I think the answer to that is he has to be. But then I look at an Adam Kingsley and Craig McRae. Yeah. Two young guns. McWalter coming, coming into Richmond, maybe. maybe yeah. Or Adam Uze. So I think sometimes you need a different voice. You've been there. Could you imagine yourself being at the one club for 13 years? <laughs> the so, same, but they say, block. I, I, I didn't last 13 weeks at one. No, and that, that's my point. When, when, when do you. When does you not, not start to hear the same voice? Now, we all hear the players love Ken, Ken loves the players. Koshy loves Hink. It's a love-in, Port Adelaide at the moment. But when does when do you have to make the change? Ken could have gone elsewhere. Ken could have gone elsewhere. Yeah, he could have gone last year too. And, David, the scoreboard will eventually get you. And I was talking to someone today. Lose three games. I don't care who you are, the premiership coach in this year, lose three games at the start of next year, guess what will happen? We just have look at the stats too. I think he's just passed Terry Wallace as the longest-serving coach. Over 200 games without making grand final. Unbelievable stuff. It is 6.39. Sports Day SA. Cruise 1323 and 1629 SENSA. Yeah, Sports Day SA for Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer, keeping you safe on the roads. Tyrepower.com.au are the big footy final sale on now. Well, Sturt have been good, Blighty. Um, they, they lost their first final, won their next two, and they go into a grand final. And I thought they played a very solid game last week. Um, and Crows had no answer. And one of their young guns he is a star to his Casey Voss joins us. Casey, thanks for your time and uh, terrific win over the Crows. Yeah, g'day, guys. Um, yeah, it was um, yeah great win on the weekend. Um, obviously, obviously nice to secure that spot in the grand final and um, beat the Crows, who, who have you know beat us the last couple of times they played us. Did you change the game style at all? I mean, you, you played almost at times keepings off, and when, when you've got the ball, they haven't, and. I thought your foot skills are really good, the kick-mark uh, ratio, and um, that, that seemed to frustrate Adelaide. Um, nothing much um, changed drastically. Um, I, I think we, we took our opportunities a bit better than what we had previously against them. Um, in, in both games that we played, you know, we were sort of up by three goals at three-quarter time and, and sort of, you know, had a sort of lapse in concentration and... Um, I think we're just able to put in a four-quarter effort this time and, and, and just continue with that for the, for the whole four quarters rather than, you know, patches in and out. Yeah, what was the main difference? Um, because they overran you. you. You started so well in the first final. You started pretty well in the second final too, but they overran you. So what was the, the plan of Marty Matt to, to um, combat that? Um, just sort of, you know, when we had the footy, just being able to control the tempo a bit and um, take them away from you know, their run and, and carry, which, which they're so good at and um, sort of taking it away from, from how they play. Casey, I just I keep the little clippings from, from the advertiser. Oh, mate, you hope you're kicking with the wind there, are you? <laughs> Jesus, windy out there. Um, <laughs> um, 
I keep the little clippings from the from the Sanford games in the finals, and interestingly enough, the Sturt best players as named have been Lewis Battersby Voss against Central Districts, and it's Lewis Batterby, Battersby Voss against Adelaide. You three's the only three names anyone knows there, are they? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's um, obviously, um, yeah, Bats and Lewis are, um, yeah, they're, they're obviously big components of our midfield, and, um, you know, when they're firing, you know, um, Sturt are firing, and um, for them to be in the best players each week, it, it usually means we're winning, and, and it's always a good thing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, I'd obviously love to see their names in every week if it means we're, we're winning. Yeah, gee, they are too. And I had a look in the Australian, uh, sorry, the advertiser Sandful Team of the Year, Josh Hone was picked, Tom Lewis and James Battersby, and also Connor McFadigan uh, was picked. So four of you guys in there. I thought that you may have got a gig, but you didn't. But those four have had terrific years. Yeah, um, all four of them have had um, great years. And um, obviously, Connor's now moved forward. And after being named at centre-half back of that team of the year, now he's moving forward and having an impact there as well. And, and, and Bats and Tom have had great impacts all year and um, obviously Josh owns um, you know the best small forward in comp at the moment um, so yeah they all deserve that team of the year and um, yeah they've had great years Luke Edmonds um, he, he went off early apparently quite a nasty cut was it because he took a long while to come back on yeah um, I'm, I'm not sure what was going on but um, yeah in the first quarter I was um, I was lacking a rotation because he was um, he was in the brooms for a bit long and um, with, with the hot weather on the weekend I uh, Running at quarter time, I was I was a bit out of my feet, um, so it was nice to get a break. Um, but I think in the end, I think it was all good. Got stitched up and was able to finish out the game well, which was nice. Now Glenelg, you beat them once; they beat you. But when they beat you, we spoke about this game. It was one of those games that went everything went right that possibly could for the Bays, and they won by about I don't know twenty goals or whatever. So times are different now. So you, you you're confident going in. You've played every week, and they they probably only going to play you know, once or twice in a month. So do you think that helps you? Just pl- the continuity. Um, I mean, yes and no. I mean, you know, the continuity of footy always helps, but also um, having rest also helps you as well. You know, you're, you're able to, everyone's got niggles at this time of the year and you're able to rest those and um, get them right for obviously the most important game of the year. So yes and no, that helps. Um, yeah, obviously we, we played them, I don't know, however long ago that was. Round six know, or eight, I think. Round nine. Round nine. Yeah, nine. So ages ago now and that's sort of, you know, a bit of a lost in my memory at this stage. So um, yeah. <laughs> I reckon you would lose it too because you <laughs> lost by 105 points. Yeah. But I mean, that's yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. Cooked quite a long time. But you'd won eight in a row at the start, so your form's been right. Hey, listen, just going on yourself personally, um, 2022 was a pretty good year for you. You won the Foss Medal Foss Williams. In the, uh, versus, uh, Foss Williams Medal in the Western Australian State Game, and you also won the Best and Fairest, uh, the Bo Morton Medal. Now, you mightn't know this, but his name was Parker Thomas. He was a very famous South Australian and Sturt player. I've met him many times. Many, many times. Kicked out so, of goals. Yeah, you? he did. did too. So, so it's a feather in your cap to actually grab that medal uh, named after the great Bo Morton, which you, he used to be on TV in the old days too, back here in Adelaide. Yeah. Um, obviously, um, yeah, great great achievement for my, myself individually to be able to um, win that medal. Um, yeah, I had a, a great year this year, last year, um, and felt like I've... Continue a bit of that form into this year as well, and, and had another, another pretty good year. Um, and obviously, you know, it's it's that much better um, this year, knowing that you know the team's made a grand final this year as well, which um, 
which um, which is which is very exciting, and um, it's, it's my first one, and, and I can't wait for it. That was black and white TV. Bloody was talking about when <laughs> Bo Morton was on. But uh, what about AFL ambitions, Casey? Um, I thought you may have been picked up in the mid-year. Um, did, you, did you nominate for that? Because I thought you a real chance. Yeah, um, always throw my name in the hat. Um, you know, there's, there's always a possibility. Um, there's, there's always aspirations. Um, yeah, happy with where we're at at the moment. It's got me in a grand final this week and, and couldn't be happier. Now, Blighty was a great, but he always says your father was perhaps as good a player he's seen. Uh, won't put words in your mouth, um, but you must be happy too with the the way Carlton are going. You'd have one eye on the, the Blues over there. Yeah, um, my, my Friday nights for the last two weeks have consisted <laughs> of watching them on the couch um, in Adelaide and, um, and riding emotions with all the Carlton supporters um, and then focusing on my game on a Sunday. Um, it'll be the same again this week, just a, yeah. just a Saturday night. And then, um, yeah, my, my, obviously my game on Sunday, so... Um, yeah, it's obviously a great achievement for them, and um, yeah, they're in a prelim and we're in a granny, so it's a, it's a big week um, for both of us. Yeah, I had many conversations with your father, the great Michael Voss, uh, doing commentary with him and also getting involved in the Brisbane Lions at times. But you've got a coach called Marty Matner, who's already a dual premiership coach at Sturt. Is there any similarities? You would have had a lot of chats with your dad about football, I, I would guess. So, are they similar similar types on the same page of coaching, or slightly different? Um, oh, I'd say slightly different. I, I feel like every coach sort of has their own, um, you know, personal game style or theory about the game. But I was, um, they're both, you know, they both love footy. They both study the game. They both know, they both know football very well. And, and, and that's what's made them to be um, good coaches. And obviously, Moose has already won two um, sample flags. And that's obviously showed um, that he's a good coach. So, um, yeah, every coach is different. Um, but they're... Um, from my perspective, they're obviously, um, yeah, both really good coaches. Now, you're, you're training in Adelaide Oval tomorrow night, you were saying. So so what time does that start? And what sort of session do you think you're going to have, this being your first grand final? A bit, a bit of nerves around? Yeah, a bit of nerves. Um, I mean, that's always expected, but um, the sessions will remain the same. Um, you know, you, you hear that old cliche of, of, of treat it like every week, and, and that's what we're aiming to do. Um, you know, there's going to be some slight differences Um Obviously not training at Unley, but, you know, training at Adelaide Oval and those, you know, slight changes in the week, but everything else is going to remain the same, yeah. Doyle had a knee, Paige hamstring. Are that either of those two likely to, to get up for the grand final? Um, not entirely sure. Um, I think Amos is a bit of a, bit of a long shot. Um, he's, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he started training at some point. Um, but, yeah, I think but, uh, Paige will be back this week. Just getting back to, to Michael, as I said, uh, we, we've met him and known him for quite a while. The determination of your dad, it, it is unbelievable. Um, even when people doubted him, he, he stuck to his guns and and it's so nice to see him get the you know the fruits of the rewards. So no doubt he instilled that into you too as a young boy growing up. Uh, I don't reckon it would have been anything easy. He's such a determined guy. He'd, uh, what was he like you know, when you're six, seven, eight, kicking the footy around and learning from uh, one of the greats? Yeah, um, it was obviously, um, you know, me being that age, um, didn't realise that the magnitude of, <laughs> of, you know, who he was and all that, um, sort of not till I got, you know, a bit older, till I realised, like, oh, yeah, my dad was actually pretty good. Um, so, yeah, it's um, obviously great to be able to, you know, talk footy with him and be able to continue to learn the game, um, even now still asking questions and, and still mm. wanting to continue to get better. 
Now, you've averaged 22 disposals, mainly at half-back, that I've seen the games that you've been playing, mainly at half-back. Have, have they given you a run on the ball? I know we talked about Battersby and Lewis being there, but have you, I'm just trying to think now whether I've seen you anywhere near the action. No, nah, um, yeah, so I've been across half-back all year. Um, haven't gone into midfield. Um, just providing some you know, um, stability within the team and, and not trying to change roles too much. Um, yeah, I just um, like uh, playing behind the ball and providing um, def- uh, defence and then also a bit of an offensive drive with my run and, and carry and um, my foot skills. Now, first grand finals, exciting times. Now, Marty Matney, have you noticed a change? Come on, he's got you've got to get a bit up, don't you? You're playing in a grand final. He's been there before, I know that. Have you noticed him getting up a little bit more? Um, not really. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, we sort of only had the, the one session, but... Um, sort of after the game on, on Sunday, um, you, you could sense everyone's excitement and everyone's joy that they've made it this far. And, um, yeah, I think Monday we just, you know, went back to normality, really, and um, went back to basics, did our review, and um, the aim is just to continue on that um, that journey to, to, to win a grand final. And, um, yeah, one more step to go to get there, and then we can... Uh, celebrate and, and do all that once once the job's done. He had a great career himself and he's a skinny little halfback flanker but he, could, he was a tackling machine and I, I watched Tom Lewis averaging around 12 a game and the the whole team I think is so good defensively. Do you spend much time pre-season on, on tackling? Um, yeah, I mean there's always those those grueling sessions in the heat of um, you know contested work, tackling and making sure we've got the, the correct technique um, you know it's something that um, Sturt have sort of prided themselves on for for, for a while now is, is that defence and, and hunt and contest and um, it's something that you know we've, we we want to keep getting better at and um, it's something that's you know brought us to, to where we are now. Now Glenelg, they've had a terrific year just like you guys. I think the best two teams in the sample are playing off in the grand final. I think I think everyone acknowledges that. Now it's one all. I know you won early and they won a big one, but that's a long as you said a long time ago. So you'll do some homework on them. Will Marty spend a lot of time on then, or just enough to let you know who's around? Um, yeah, just enough to sort of, um, you know, let us know, you know, what sort of their, their players, their ball movement, and just enough to, um, you know, let us know what's going on. And But the main focus is going to be us, and if we can execute what we want to do, it's, it's going to go a long way to, to us winning, and um, and that's, that's more important. Yeah, I think your game's made for finals. Casey, good luck. Should be a terrific um, final. We'll be covering that on SEN, and, and all the best. Hopefully you can get Sturt's 16th flag. Well done. Thank you very much, guys. Casey Voss there, a wonderful player. You're right. Uh, last year, was best player in the state game, won the best and fairest, and son of Michael Voss. Looking at there, they won most of their flags in that period, 66 through to yeah, 76. They yes, they did. Think about seven flags. Sandy Nelson played in seven. Yep. Uh, they won five in a row, um, 66 through to 70 and 74, 76. So, and Marty Matten has got two of the others. So <laughs> not too many others in the in no. the in the hundred and something years. No, Jack Odie and uh, dominates. Yeah, so Marty. But if Marty Matten gets his third, yeah, that's a really good coaching effort, isn't it? Can I tell you something? I, I got a funny feeling. This this is. I mean, he, he's got a great record, Marty. As a player. You're starting a lot on Sturt, are you? No, no. Oh. I, I, I know it's Sturt. No, he wouldn't even be thinking about this. But he he had a. F- Walked down the road with one of the AFL clubs in an assistant role. He obviously likes being in charge. He's back at Sturt, where he knows very well. Mate. Are you uh, thinking? Yeah, I'm thinking he is ready to do something. Higher honours. High, much higher honours. He can run his own footy club. I reckon he could do it. He's be anointed by the great Malcolm Blight. Yes. Just put a bit of, a few drops on the head. And I have a couple of 
ch- chats with him over the journey and, and just talking about footy with him, and he, he's, he's a sharp lad. I love your question, though. Does he get more animated? Nah, Marty's just <laughs> smooth, just doesn't change. His yeah. demeanour's all the same. Uh, Beaumont Tiles giving away a trip for two to America's footy's biggest game worth over $70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12, and you're in with a chance. T's and C's apply. Another big night. Gee, they go quickly, but we really did dissect Port Adelaide. Yeah, was we, it the coach? Was it the players? You went through the 13 games. Nice. Yeah. And um, they suck, They basically sucked you in. <laughs> yes, in a did. way. In a way. Yeah, I did. But, I, I mean, you can't – it is a competition to win 13. Oh, I think. it was Maybe, rare. It was rare. Okay. They weren't tippy-top teams, but you still got to do so it. you got to win them. You've still got to do it. And they did. Yeah, and – some changes to the Port Adelaide and Adelaide list, which yeah, we know it's, always... it's, it's going to get a headline. It's sad for those lads, sad, but that's what football does to you. Like death and taxes, yep. it, it comes around yep. sometime, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Have a great night. We'll do it all again tomorrow between 6 and 7. Bye for now. Bye, David.